Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the City, and today our guest is Justin Robeck, the Ottawa County Clerk, Register of Deeds. Hi, Justin. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me, Marianne. Sure. We've got an election coming up here on August 4th, and given everything that is going on with COVID, um, there's going to be some changes at the polls that, that people might see. We'd like to talk about some of the biggest changes that they might see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, you know, COVID has affected all of our lives uh, sure. in pretty dramatic ways. Uh, elections is definitely no exception to that. What we have done in the August 4 election, uh, all precincts and polling locations are going to be open. Uh, we have strongly encouraged uh, folks to vote absentee uh, if they're comfortable with that, if they like uh, participating in that way. It's a great opportunity to uh, participate in the comfort of your own home. And then also kind of alleviate a little bit of, you know, some of the congestion that we may experience in the precinct. And overall, that's been a really successful effort. Uh, and we, we, we do have a lot of people voting absentee. But in the polling place, there are going to be measures taken to ensure that voters, you know, are comfortable and safe and that our workers are safe. Okay. Uh, and that's a top concern. So we'll have uh, PPE. Uh, uh, our election workers are going to be wearing masks. Okay. Uh, voters can kind of expect, um, you know, we have sanita- uh, sanitization um, going on. So the, the voting booths are going to be cleaned. Okay. Um, people are going to be kept uh, at a distance of six feet as much as possible, sure. particularly while lining up okay. um, uh, to check in, mm-hmm. uh, the process of checking in as you um, apply and, and receive your ballot. So there are going to be some differences in that, and and people may expect to see a little bit of a longer line as people are spaced out more physically distant from one another. Sure. But again, we're we're doing the best we can uh, in terms of keeping people safe and, um, you know, also allowing our elections process to move forward, which it absolutely needs to do. Absolutely. And with that, like you said, you might expect to see longer wait times just given taking time to sanitize, keeping people at a six feet distance. So even right. even maybe more of a reason to vote absentee so you won't have to wait in line. Um, tell right. us again, what time are the polls open on August 4th? Yeah. Polls open at 7 a.m. Okay. And then they close at 8 p.m. So as long as you're in line at 8 p.m., you're able to cast a ballot. Um, but it is 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. And if you do choose to... Um, apply online for a ballot when is the deadline yeah. for that so every voter was was mailed uh, across the state of michigan was mailed an application to vote right. and you can turn that in at any time um but the the deadline and you can also apply online uh, at michigan.gov vote okay uh, to receive an absentee ballot so um, and that that's a little speeds up the process a little bit at this point rather than mailing in an application Um, But July 31, so Friday, July 31, is actually the deadline to apply online. Okay. And that's also the deadline to apply if you're wanting to receive your ballot by mail. Obviously, the the turnaround time is very short at that point, Friday prior to the election. But you can always come into the local uh, clerk's office as well. So you can come into the city clerk's office to apply for a ballot up until um, 
up until the Saturday or the weekend prior to the election. And all local jurisdictions will have Saturday hours for that, correct? Yes. So okay. the, the the weekend hours, what's interesting is we always used to have Saturday hours prior to the election. Uh, when Proposal 3 passed in 2018, it kind of um, fluctuated that a little bit by offering communities the option to have eight hours the weekend prior. So they have to have eight hours. Okay. So what's a little confusing on that is, you know, some jurisdictions choose to do different hours. Um, now, here in Holland, the Saturday prior to the election, it's 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Correct. Um, at City Hall. At City Hall, the Saturday prior to the election. So if if you live outside of Holland and you're listening to this, um, feel free to jump onto our website. It's miottawa.org um, slash local clerks. And all of the hours there will be listed, all of those Saturday hours prior to the election, Saturday and Sunday. We do have a couple communities that okay. do Sunday Okay, good. Hours. That's good to point out. It's not not limited to Saturday, but could be Saturday or Sunday. So choke, check your local clerk's office hours. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And talking about polling locations, there's a couple changes in the yeah. city that voters should be aware of if they are choosing to vote in person. Um, Ward 5 and Ward 6, correct? Right. So um, Ward 5, uh, the the location change there. Um, so for any voters who vote in Ward 5, uh, that, that new location is going to be the Unity Lodge. Um, and it is uh, 1089 Washington Avenue in the city. Okay. And then Ward 6 is going to be located at Lakeshore Vineyard Church, which is uh, 710 Central Avenue. Um, so those are the two changes within the city of Holland. We do have a few other changes around the county as well. Um, and again, those changes can be um, viewed on our website, uh, miottawa.org slash elections. We okay. have all those polling locations. So definitely, you know, what I encourage voters, if you are planning to vote either by mail or in person, have a plan. You know, what is your plan for uh, participating in this election. Mm -hmm. You've got to start thinking about, you know, we recommend 10 days to allow 10 days if you're planning to mail your ballot back. Okay. You can always drop it off at the drop box as well if you're here in town and would like to drop it off. Um, but, you know, kind of have that plan ready to go. Make sure, sure that you're allowing enough time because all ballots have to be counted, or excuse me, all ballots in order to be counted have to be received by uh, 8 p.m. on election night. That Right. So, and, you know, likewise, if you're voting in the precinct, make sure you have that plan. Feel free to check out our website, the city's website, uh, michigan.gov slash vote as well. Make sure you know where that polling location is. You can view your sample ballot. Um, mm -hmm. You can just kind of, you know, research the issues or candidates a little bit. Sure. It's always good to have a plan. And you had mentioned being able to drop off your ballot here at City Hall. There are two secure ballot drop boxes at City Hall. One is in the parking lot and one is in the lobby that are checked daily. So um, people can come up anytime and, and drop those off. Yeah. And that makes it really convenient for folks. It's a it's a great feature. City Clerk's Office does a phenomenal job here handling. Uh, and, you know, the, the vast increase in absentee ballots has not been, uh, it's been a challenge for our clerks and um, they've just done an incredible job. The staff here at the city um, has done a great job in serving the voters. So uh, it's convenient. It's simple um, to, to vote uh, absentee. And it's also going to be uh, safe to be at the polling place as well. So we want people to feel comfortable with both options. Talk to us a little bit about the security of the ballots. 
Yeah, that's been a question that has been on a lot of people's sure. minds. Um, this is a significant year in elections in mm -hmm. general. Obviously, right. every presidential election is. We've then faced additional significant challenges. And I think it's important to remember that <clears throat> absentee voting, for example, in Michigan has happened for years and years and years. Right. Um, and we have uh, a group of clerks, uh, 23 local jurisdiction clerks here in Ottawa County, who are very familiar with absentee voting. So this is nothing new for our clerks. Mm -hmm. The volume has increased, and they have certainly had to adjust and make plans um, you know, to handle that increase. But the reality is there are a lot of security checks that go into absentee voting in particular. Um, uh, for example, uh, in Michigan, you have to have an application in order to cast a ballot. So mm -hmm. when you go into the precinct, you're filling out an application for a ballot. Or when you uh, ask for a ballot to be mailed to you, you have mm -hmm. to fill out an application. So that document is a legal document that is retained by the clerk for, for a six-year period of time. Okay. Six years is a statute of limitations on uh, voter fraud. So we have you know documented evidence of every single person who's been issued a ballot. So once the application is filled out, it's required to be signed. Your birth date has to be placed on that application. And then when the clerk receives that, they are checking those two pieces of information. So every voter's signature is maintained in two places. One is on a MasterCard physical file within the clerk's office. Okay. And the other is in the statewide voter database called the Qualified Voter File. So the signature on the application is checked against those um, uh, that signature that's on file in the clerk's office. Um, if there is a mismatch, either on the birth date or the signature, the clerk um, won't issue a ballot. Um, we have to contact that voter and um, cure that issue, essentially, and make that right. Um, but if everything checks out, your, your ballot is mailed to you, and then once again, the signature of the voter is required on the outside envelope of the ballot. So once you receive your ballot mm -hmm. and fill that out, um, you're signing the back uh, envelope, and then that gets mailed back to the clerk. And once again, that signature is checked in the clerk's office prior to Election Day and prior to the ballot ever being counted. So there's a number of steps just in that sure. process. right? Um, and then we go into the detail of how ballots are counted on Election Day. Um, you know, absentee ballots are typically processed in a separate what we call a counting board, which is basically a, a group of sworn election officers. They're um, essentially volunteers. You know, they're our neighbors. Um, okay. But they come in and they take an oath um, and they are a group of individuals that has to represent both major political parties. Um, both political party representatives have to sign off on all sorts of checks and balances mm -hmm. within that process. And then all ballots are counted on Election Day. So we can't count any ballots or even open any envelopes um, prior to 7 a.m. on the morning of Election Day. Okay. Um, and we're very grateful for those um, teams of workers across the county who are um, helping process those ballots. We've received a little over 56,000 absentee ballots wow. have been mailed out um, as of this morning. And that represents about a 26% turnout uh, countywide. Um, and we do anticipate uh, the vast majority of those ballots coming back to us as well. So, And that's greater than what you've had previously, correct? Yes, yeah, significantly. Okay. So the previous high watermark we've had for absentees in the county um, is always in presidential elections, of course. Sure. So the November elections, higher turnout in general. Mm -hmm. 
But previously, in the 2012 election, I think we had about 37,000 absentees cast, and that was the largest amount. And today we're here at an August election, which is a much smaller turnout in in general, Mm -hmm. um, at 56,000. So pretty remarkable numbers. And we're so excited that people are participating. I think that's a huge... Um, factor that absolutely um, we have uh, you know seen we're seeing an increase in participation mm-hmm. August elections the typical turnout numbers across the board whether in person or absentee are roughly about twenty percent okay so um, you know it could be anywhere from eighteen to twenty percent in two thousand eighteen um, we saw a little bit of a higher August primary turnout and that was about thirty percent okay. Um, so either way, we're on track here for a, a, a pretty significant turnout, and um, I believe that these absentees are going to help so much in terms of alleviating some of the stress and pressure on our election workers in the precinct. Well, and making it convenient for the public so that it, you know being able to vote absentee takes away any barriers for people, whether it's time or transportation. Um, right. You know, it allows everybody to get out there and cast their vote, which is what which is what we all want. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for for me personally, what's nice filling out an absentee ballot, um, I think, creates a more informed uh, voting population as well. When you think about it, you know, I know I've been in a position where I walk into a voting booth and I'm looking at a, a large ballot and thinking, boy, I've got to make a lot of decisions right now. Sure. Um, and it's nice to be able to have the option to sit at your kitchen table and research candidates or research issues mm-hmm. um, and fill that ballot out at your convenience. Um, I also love voting in person. I mean, we take our kids in, and um, it's a great experience for them to see that in action. And you you see people in your community, right. and it's a it's a great thing. But it's definitely a great um, opportunity for a lot of people to be able to have that ability. Anything else you'd like to tell us, Justin? Well, I think one of the things, um, uh, kind of relating back to election security, we've put sure. quite a bit of time into developing just some commonly asked questions that voters have about the process in general, whether it's absentee ballots or in person. Okay. Um, and we have a website up that's miottawa.org slash securing the vote. Um, so if you do have questions, feel free to check that website out. Reach out to us as well. We've got a, a little Q&A thing at the bottom that if you have further questions or need further information. Okay. Um, you know, this is something that is so important, not just to me as the county clerk, but to every one of our local city and township clerks. Um, you know, they do an incredible job at maintaining the integrity of this process. Um, we're very decentralized in mm-hmm. Michigan um, in terms of how our elections are run. And that can be a really good thing when it comes to security. Mm-hmm. Um, because just within Ottawa County alone, we have 23 local officials who are independently overseeing their part of the process and we could not do that without them so um, security is a big deal to us and we know it's a big deal to our voters as it should be right so you know feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions on that piece of it as well all right thank you and you know thank you to all the local jurisdictions and and all the work they do and to Kathy Grimm, our local Holland clerk and her staff. I know they put in uh, quite a bit of hours and will be putting in quite a bit of hours of time. So August 4th, Tuesday, get out and vote. And also just to let voters know that um, they can apply to be on the permanent absentee list, correct, where they would always receive um, a ballot. Yeah, so 
it, it's actually an application. So in yeah. Michigan, again, we have to have the application before every election. Right. But what's great about the permanent list is that automatically sends an application to people who want it um, for every election. So sometimes it's a nice reminder for folks. Mm -hmm. We do have off-year elections. Obviously, the city elections are all held in the off-year. Sure. Um, But in May, uh, sometimes we'll have a a local election or Mm -hmm. school district election. So for every election, if you choose to opt to that permanent application list, you'll receive an application to vote. And you can choose whether or not to fill that out and return it. Um, But it's a great option uh, to join the permanent list as well. So, Justin, if people need a refresher of where their polling location is, where can they find that out? Absolutely. So there's a couple of different places. One is obviously uh, locally here in the city. The City of Holland's website uh, will have that information. Our website at miottawa.org backslash elections has that information as well of all your polling locations. Um, And you can also go on to uh, michigan.gov slash vote. Um, and type in your information there, and that will bring up um, your polling locations. And like we said, there are a couple of locations here within the city that did change. Mm-hmm. So um, be great to check that out prior to uh, going into the polling place on Election Day. Thanks again, Justin, for coming in and talking with us today. Really appreciate you taking time out of your busy time. I know this is a really busy time for you, but thank you very much. Absolutely, Marianne. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Until next month, this is My Holland Update. Mm-hmm.